0: This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter Hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, Hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com.
1: You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of hitchedmag.com. I'm joined once again with the fabulous Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Noelle, for those who are tuning in for the very first time, is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the US and abroad, and is also the author of nine best selling books. Uh, stay tuned for the end of this podcast to find out how to reach Noelle um, and find all of her fabulous information. Uh, today, we are going to talk about how to avoid passive aggressive put downs during fights. Um, You know, couples are going to argue. Couples are going to have disagreements. Uh, But there is a civil way and a constructive way to go about your disagreements. And so um, when we think about put-downs, a lot of times we think about calling our spouses bad uh, words, four-letter words, or some other various things. Yeah,
1: like calling your spouse. Stupid or dumb or fashion challenged because uh, they don't agree with your side of things.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, and most of us uh, hopefully <laughs> uh, refrain from doing things like that. Um, but when it comes to arguments, you say there are other kinds of put downs that can really hurt.
1: Yes, what you refer to see very accurately is passive-aggressive put down, and one of the classic ones is the "you wouldn't understand." Now. It doesn't really sound like a put-down, you know? But it, it, cause it, it sounds very rational, logical, You know, you you, you wouldn't understand it. Uh-huh. But it certainly can be received by your spouse as a put-down. So let me give you an example. Okay. Let's say you're having a heated discussion about, our oldie but goodie, the family budget.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and
1: you're debating some expenses with yourself, you know, whatever. And at some point, he gets exasperated or she gets exasperated and says, oh, you wouldn't understand. who just got lambasted with the you wouldn't understand in uh-huh. a offensive position. Of course. I mean, you want to say, what do you mean I wouldn't understand? Like I'm dumb or something? Yeah. And now, now you know what happens to Steve. Now you're in an argument about whether or not you're stupid, which is a hurtful argument at best and it's way off the original subject of the question. Things are only going to get worse.
0: So it, it, it basically takes you off of point of what the, the whole oh. conversation is about. And, and I, I noticed that you brought up the fact that it's you wouldn't understand as opposed to you don't understand.
1: Correct. Because to say to someone you don't understand simply implies that it's going to take some more clarification. Uh-huh. Whereas when you say you wouldn't understand, that means you will not, as in there's some serious impediment. Yeah. To your understanding. And most of the time when people say you wouldn't understand, they mean you're too knuckleheaded. You're too short sighted. You're too whatever. As opposed to you don't understand, which opens the field to well, okay, fine, so tell me again Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I you you get that that you wouldn't understand and this is slightly off topic, but you get that when it's uh usually of a subject outside of your uh, experiences, I suppose. Like you, right? So like,
1: so, like the husband bought a set of golf clubs. Yeah. Okay. And and you don't play golf, the wife. And so you know, you're going. Oh, 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 you know, you blew a budget by I don't know, four hundred bucks, whatever, on this blah 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 set of golf clubs, and the husband will erupt with, "You wouldn't understand." Yeah. By the you know, way, because the
0: blah blah yeah. blah are a really good set of clubs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You like my technical terms. Yes. Very technical. <laughs> you know, the wife will have have uh bought a, a um I don't know, a hundred and fifty dollar birthday present for her sister when the usual agreed about is fifty and, and the husband will erupt and go, Ooh, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And and she's gonna say, You wouldn't understand and you're right, it's because we feel that whatever we've done is justified because we have a different experience. Mhm. So of course the other one feels the same way too.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we were talking about this as um, as if you were the person receiving that. Well, you wouldn't understand. What if you're the person who actually launches into the "you wouldn't understand" comment? Well,
1: right. If you're the one that launches it, uh, frankly, it's because you're usually incredibly frustrated with the fact that the arguments probably going in circles. I mm-hmm. mean, people don't don't just go. You wouldn't understand if things are moving towards some kind of resolution. It doesn't really matter. The fact that you're frustrated or not, yourself is likely to jump in with, what? You think I'm stupid? Mm-hmm. Here we go again, Steve. We're all over. No, you're not stupid. Or, oh, well, you're not getting what I'm saying. So, you know, dot, dot, dot. Or whatever. But here we are on the merry-go-round of who is and isn't stupid, which is hurtful, once again, not to mention completely irrelevant. Because mm-hmm. what happened with the budget discussion?
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and um, from the flip side, then if if you're the one being hit with the, you wouldn't understand. Uh, what what's a body to do? Where's the out in that? Um, I mean, you certainly don't want to say yes. You're right. I'm stupid. Of course you don't, and
1: and you probably aren't. I mean, most yeah. of us have sufficient wit to to navigate a relationship, right?
0: If you're listening to this podcast, that's all the evidence you need. That's
1: right. That's right. Very good, Steve. And and if you don't have all the skills and tools, this is a great place to get them. I don't just mean my podcast; I mean (laughs) generally and everything you guys offer. Well, thank you. Great place to get the tools. Anyway, the out. Yes. Okay. The out. Or you've been the one hit with. You wouldn't understand. Is remarkably simple. Three steps. Number one, take a deep breath. (laughs) Okay. Know that sounds simplistic, but in a sense, you've just been punched. Yeah. I mean, emotionally, you've been punched. So you've got to recoup. The easiest, quickest, sanest way to recoup from any emotional blow, small and large, is to start with a deep breath.
0: Okay.
1: Then, with as much calm as you can muster, which will be, you know, rising to your own personal best here, you say, I hear you. You don't think I can understand this. I think I can. Let's take it slowly, one point at a time and let me work it through for myself. Or the closest you can get to saying something like that. Yeah, sure. The idea being that instead of instead of taking the emotional hit as just, oh, you hurt me, I'm going to either hurt you back or defend myself, uh-huh. is that, okay, 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 I get it. You don't think I can understand. Let's break it down for me. In other words, help your spouse, who actually, underneath all the, the, the sputtering, love you, help your spouse help you understand by asking them to break it down, to um, to explain it to you. Mm -hmm. And three, and this is, again, rising to personal best, exert maximum patience with your spouse and with yourself as you work through understanding whatever it is, literally one, any little bit at a time.
0: Okay. I mean, we're also uh, presuming that the spouse who says you wouldn't understand will then reciprocate with okay well let me try to explain it Uh, they
1: will especially if you don't get defensive okay you see that that's where the deep breath and the calm are so important because of course if you come back with oh well explain it to me (laughs) yeah you're not likely to get anywhere but if you go okay 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 okay
0: I mean that deep breath too uh, gives you time to think it calms you down um but I think we should mention the deep breath shouldn't be like a condescending, like, <gasps> well. That's called a sigh. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you're right, Steve. You're right. It, it, it's, it's totally different. Yes. It's not that exasperated.
0: <sighs> Fine. You know? Explain it to me.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. It's, instead, it literally, you know, as with, if anybody, and many of us do, have children, okay, when you 3 three-year-old, does something that you just want to tear their little tiny growing hair out <laughs> you, you don't yeah. you don't because the three they don't know and so you learn to master yourself and get to that calm place where you can somehow deal better with the situation well i'm not comparing ourselves to three-year-olds sure. but sometimes we all behave like it and you know learning to muster up some sort of calm is probably one of the single most valuable tools in any marriage
0: perfect and okay, so uh, moving on. What, so what if you can't muster any calm, though? I mean, what if what if uh, you wouldn't understand? Hit you like a brick. You mentioned it being like a punch, and you mm-hmm. just want to storm out of the house, or or kick your spouse out of the house, or cry, or, or or whatever it may be.
1: Right. Because sometimes these, you know, as we all know, Steve, these arguments don't necessarily come when you're in a happy place.
0: Yeah. Or, or so this might already, be the end of a, 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 an argument, too.
1: There you go. Or, or you, you, you've already had it with your day, you yeah. know, and here, here comes this argument on top of it. You're just so done. There's no way in heck that you're going you're gonna to get calm. And or you so haven't been can? calm with
0: the kids, <laughs> and right. then your spouse comes home, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's like, I'm going to throw them all off the bridge. Um, the, the easiest thing to do is call for a timeout. Okay. And literally say, timeout, I need to chill. You don't have to explain it. You, just, you can even you just say, time out. <laughs> and if you, you, in calmer, saner times when, you, when your spouse are happy, mention that time out. You know, if you've agreed that that's an okay thing to say and then walk out, then go. Say, time out. I need to chill. Uh, we'll pick this up later. If you have enough sort of gumption around you to say, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> you know, give him some kind of ballpark or her some kind of ballpark. But basically, time out. Go, go, you know, run around the block or eat a danish or, or whatever yeah. it takes for you to just chill, Because you will not be able to do the work of, you know, getting to the specifics and, and, and trying to understand. I mean, I'm sorry. When the budget's been blown and you think it's a frivolity, I don't care if you're the guy or the gal, mm-hmm. it, it's going to take a bit for you to be able to come around to seeing life the way they see it. Yeah. But they are your spouse. And it's in your greatest interest and theirs for you guys to be able to see the world and your senses and whatever through the, the other person's eyes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you can't do it when you're when you're tied up in an emotional knot.
0: And, and taking a time out doesn't mean ignoring the issue either, right?
1: Absolutely not. That's why, if you possibly can, you say, time out, but look, we'll get to it tomorrow. Or time out, how about later today? Or whatever. I mean, you do want to make it clear <clears throat> as, as best you can in wow. that moment that, you know, or even. You know, If you can't, if you just have to go time out, when you're calmer, you can go back and say, honey, I do want us to talk about this. I do want to know how you're thinking. I just needed a a break. Uh, uh,
0: Timing, I feel like this is one of those things where timing matters a lot. And and you brought up a really excellent point about uh, it might be that this argument's happening because you've had a really tough day up to that point. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know one of the things that my wife and I do... um, around stressful topics is we'll, we'll plan that conversation. So we don't just have it off the cuff. Uh And so if it's our, our, our monthly budget or something, uh, we'll plan a specific time. So it doesn't ruin whatever, uh, happy downtime that we're having. Uh, Uh we'll say, okay, this weekend, we're going to go over our budget or something along those lines where we have this dedicated time where we know, uh, we can have a serious conversation about it without getting frustrated, and we can also do some prep work and mm-hmm. other things so that we come into the conversation um, not not to battle each other but with a clear head mm-hmm. and and uh, calm emotions
1: well what you're doing is really smart it's like you would approach it at work you'd have a team meeting yeah and you'd know your team meeting was going to be Friday at ten o'clock yeah whatever and you'd come ready it it it's the um, Business side of marriage, if you will, mm-hmm. and it is best handled in a business-like way. Which doesn't mean you put on your coat and tie. It's kind of funny. coat and tie and pajamas. <laughs> um, but you do try to come to it when you've planted a head like that with uh, much more calm and and resolve to, to look at solutions than in the middle of an argument where stuff flies. Stuff just flies, and we don't necessarily need to be passive aggressive. But hey, it happens.
0: Yeah. And speaking of uh, the business side of marriage, this is this is definitely off topic. But there's a great book out there. It's called um, Spousonomics. Have you heard of this, Noel? Sure. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good, and it ba- it breaks down marriage much like, uh, well, much like a business, and in in a very similar fashion of like Freakonomics, where they use economic theories to break down distribution of responsibilities within the marriage, and all sorts of stuff. So anyways, if you haven't seen or heard or read about that book, uh, check it out. I highly recommend it. I believe we actually have that in our Hitch bookstore, which you can access on our homepage. Nice little book. Um, <laughs> so um, in wrapping this up, Noel, do you have any final thoughts, final words on this topic? Yeah,
1: Steve. Um, you know, try not to be the one that launches the you wouldn't understand thing. In other words, if things are getting too frustrating for you and you, you think your spouse is being a deliberate blockhead, which does happen, you can say something like, well, you know, maybe we should come back to this later when we have some time to think about it. This goes back to your meeting idea. Or, you know, I, I don't seem to be communicating clearly here. Let me try saying it another way. Neither of those puts your spouse down. They're, they're both looking to the solution, which is let's clarify this thing. So as best you can, don't be the one to launch it because that'll...
0: Ease the way. Okay, and and and, and you brought up a great point uh, just a minute ago too about you're on the same team, and yeah. so you're you're all both you're both uh, hopefully <laughs> aiming for the same goals. Yeah, and so I and think that's important. and to when we
1: are, if you will, in our good place with each other, we totally know that.
0: That's yeah,
1: common.
0: we totally know that. Yeah. Um. Well. Noelle, another excellent podcast in the book, so thank you very much. Thank you. Like I promised at the beginning, uh, Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is also the author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful and the other is Dangerous Relationships. Uh, You can get more information at her website, noellenelson.com. You can follow Noelle on Twitter Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, I am on Twitter at hitchmedia. Uh, of course, you can find much more information on hitchmag.com. Past articles, Noelle. Uh, you can find her books there. You can find her uh, other contact information, other podcasts, and um, if you are tuning in again for the first time and you haven't heard or know that we are on Stitcher Radio. So if you like Stitcher, um, if you've never heard of Stitcher, it's it's basically a build-your-own radio station. It's really cool. And without any syncing, it will download the latest podcast episodes for you, so they're always ready when we put them up. Um, go to stitcher.com slash hitched. You can enter a promo code, hitched. And by the way, I should mention, it's a free app available on Android phones, iPhones, Windows... Um, um, and then just start listening. That's it. They don't. They ask for an email address, but they, it's not. You don't pay for it or anything like that. It's all free, um, and it's uh, just a really cool, easy, convenient way to get the podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, that's going to do it one last time. Thank you so much, Noel.
1: Thank you, Steve.
0: I look forward to doing this again soon. And take care, everybody.
1: I just want to say one thing. To my wife home. Yo, I did it. They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.